0: Oh, the arms are up. Up
1: until five minutes ago. What? The arms are up? I was, I was, I was actually getting into the story. I was just about to tell that five minutes ago, it was complete darkness here. I had the phone hot spotted up onto the laptop. Thank God I charged the laptop. The electricity was gone, and I was just doing last-minute prep for this show. Yes, we do prep this show. We do go up different points for the show. And I was waiting on you for a good 10 minutes. The head was down, and all of a sudden, you, your big dub and. Oh yeah and I almost leapt up out of this chair <laughs> if I could put my face to the screen i go right through at you with that said it's Don here along with Eric and this is another episode of the Any Given Monday podcast and the producer cue intro music Yeah, we had our intro music last week. We just went straight into it. We're, we're getting oh, a bit yeah. rusty, but getting back that. into it now. As you, you said, the intro music, we're right back into it. Eric, how are you getting on over there?
0: Good, not so bad. I just I logged on. I just finished up with a bit of work. Like I've been up barely and I logged on. You're just sitting in darkness. I could just see the glare off your face. And I was like, what the hell is he doing? Then I realized you had your headphones on and this was going to be really loud. So I just screamed at you and took the life from you. But uh, yeah, I couldn't get my phone out quick enough to record it without you catching me. But uh, I enjoyed that. That was a good giggle. But uh, it was nice to see you as you're suffering a little bit more at home as well. I love seeing that. That's great.
1: Well, at the moment, I mean, pe- people can't see in general because the whole country has just come down this massive fog. So it's very hard to see outside. The last week or so, it's been absolutely freezing as well like i think since thursday it's just turned really cold really foggy and then today coming home from work and all the lights off i just see i actually had a candlelit dinner by myself in the kitchen because that's <laughs> the only way i could see a bit of chicken and veg candlelight dinner is like this, this, this is the life
0: at least you would have we were, they were anyway a- what's that at least you would have enjoyed your own conversation anyway that was good
1: yeah, I, I, I was, I'm not close to talking to myself at this stage or how do you get a chance to go out <laughs> anymore I'm, I'm getting there <laughs> uh, well the poor they me say the first stories
0: time. I have poor me stories as well temperatures down to about 12 degrees it's absolutely freezing ah, yeah see isn't is when I when I was coming over here I was typically stupid and Irish so I looked sorry if I offended anyone but we're idiots so I looked at the average weather for December in uh, Alabama South Alabama Florida and I was like, average temperature is 16 to 20 degrees at night gets down to like 8 to 10. I was like, and sometimes goes down to zero whatever. And I was like, what? that's like a summer. I was like, this is going to be beautiful. T-shirts, hmm. shorts, two mini light jumpers, one very light running jacket. That's all I have. Little did I know I'd acclimatized to the 35 degree heat. And when it gets down to 12 degrees, it might as well be five, minus five at home absolutely freeze it i can't bear it it. It, oh my god i am gonna be in so much trouble when i get home but uh yeah it's uh
1: we would kill for 12 degrees right now
0: (laughs) i know but going from 35 to 12 it's some difference i never thought i'd see myself like shivering at 12 degrees i was like this is i'd be nearly at the beach in 12 degrees at home so yeah anyway that's one life Jeez. lesson. You acclimatize to somewhere. Bring warm clothes when it gets colder. So uh, yeah, I have to go. I have to go shopping and buy buy a couple of jumpers just to train in. I'm absolutely freezing.
1: My God, God you muppet! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, look. I know yes, poor, actually, so. speaking of, yeah, I'd speak. I've, I've one more little poor me story that we're all going through right now. Um, it was day two of the Avenue Challenger last week. and I went there for a run. I forced myself up to a four or five k run. And it was the first time this year, my hands were literally frozen running. Like I was, cause oh. I always hold the phone I running. I was like, uh. like I actually, obviously not, it wasn't extreme it was frostbite in the thumbs, but it was like, that's that really, really cold feeling. It was the first, I was in the middle of the day and all oh, first, first, first time it's happened to me. Obviously you're yeah, not
0: bad over there. I don't miss that. And it, I am such a fair weather athlete, like mm. even at home, I hate the when there's a reason why nothing happened on my Garmin from the middle of November <laughs> until January. Yeah. And even, even still January was a question mark, but uh, it's, it's it, middle of the day here. It, it kind of warms up enough to get out for a run, but even at night, like it's just, it's just, I just can't, I find it so hard and I, I do admire anyone that gets out and we tell people to get out and running, but it is my <laughs> least favorite time of year to train. But there's what, I remember when I, was, I joined a triathlon club down in Nace. Anyway, Nice Triathlon Club. I went out for a run. with Some of the were running, really, really good runners. And uh, one of them just kept saying, like it was a blistering windy night and it was like raining sideways, almost sleep. And it was miserable. And he was like, you have to do the winter miles for the summer smiles. And I was like, you are dead right. And I've, I've used that ever since. I love
1: She's that. Like,
0: just do it for the summer smiles. Still haven't got a six pack now, to be honest. But... <laughs> We're, uh, we're, we're definitely, it definitely does help when the summer comes around, you're you're flying fit, you have a good routine and you, you put in the hard work. Knowing it's in the bag is good one. So it is the motivator, but I hate doing it. I absolutely hate doing it.
1: I think it's because, as well as that, because most cases there's no event, obviously this year there's no events full stop, but it, like in December, January even, you haven't really erased the plan that's going to happen in December and January for the most part. So I think it's a good idea We you can get the the, the miles then but slow it down like your heart rate is going to be your heart rate is going to be up more anyway just because your body's trying to keep itself warm so it's naturally up so if you stay aerobic and just you know slow down the pace and not to sound like you know be all health and safety and stuff like that. But, you know, you're, you're going to come across slippy roads and stuff and all the rest. We so slow it down, keep it controlled, and just just at, just focus on getting the miles in rather than going for any particular PBs over the next month or two. And if you have that now, if you've got a particular goal right now that you want to hit before the end of 2020 and you're motivated, by all well, means, keep going. But for the, the vast majority of us, I just think... If you know that you're, you're going to be working hard to try and keep running in the cold and and the goal is just to get more miles in. I like you said, there. we may as well title this this podcast episode Winter Miles for Summer Smile because I love that. I think it's just just getting that a little bit more. Um, I, I got to find running gloves though. Yeah,
0: we say this every year, Sean. Uh, we say we need to get like gloves, we need to get running tops, leggings every winter comes around I'm still going out in a pair of gas shorts freezing coming back with legs redder than the Niners jersey you wear but like it's <laughs> like and I do it every year I'm just so stubborn I just refuse to buy it I'm going out in a saw doctor's t-shirt and you know like just yeah <laughs> 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 that's
1: must I'm
0: just getting after it and then like trying to tell myself I'm hard as nails but then complain about it the whole time but like I just need to I just need to get the proper gear so I can <laughs> train during the winter but um yeah like or even i did buy i bought these cheap pair running leggings but Hmm. by the time we get about two kilometers in the arse of it would be down around the backs of my knees like they're just not good enough big saggy things that slide down and all after a few miles i was like
1: oh my god the other thing i find with cold weather running is sometimes you're out there you have well before you go out you have to plan for how cold it is like if you think it's going to be five degrees then plan for it to be 10 degrees because you do warm up, but sometimes yeah, times you put on the big woody jumper and two three layers on leaks you feel like you're freezing, and then you're out there, you're 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 too warm within five ten minutes, and you've got that extra layer too, and you're just gonna crease yourself for however long that run's gonna be.
0: Yeah, the way the way we kind of discover we would do that, particularly when we were when we were doing the kind of the army training, hiking up mountains, cold temperatures, all that stay warm, get cool, all that kind of stuff is layers. The best yeah. advice you can give anyone is don't go with the wooly jumper, have a light. So the way I would do it as well is I'd have. And under light running t-shirt, I'd maybe wear my long sleeve marathon top over that because it's <laughs> light enough as well. That could do it. And then if then I'd, I'd add in the light jacket, the light high vis running jacket on top. Because even if I take that off, once I wrap it around my waist, people can still see me. So especially for the late night runs, that's just a little tip I have. And the hat, because if you find yourself then totally overheating towards the end, I just take the hat off and I'll find the heart rate comes down and I cool down quite a lot. Um, And then straight away when it's over. So they're just little tips I have, (laughs) but I should buy better versions of what I have.
1: I always wear the hat. Yeah, I I always wear the hat. I'm wearing a hat right now because I'm cold. Um, I read here, doing my research on this for this episode of the podcast, that the other way they say you lose most of your heat through your head, 40, 45%. It's a myth. It's not true. It's not true. Yeah, you, you are you? You, you're, you're well, more think, sensitive. Yeah, I, I know, know I know, right? Alive. We're full of information. Every day is a school day. So you're more sensitive to um to temperature on your face, your chest. I think the third one's your hands. I could be wrong on that, I think the third one's your hands, but it's definitely your chase, your chest and your face. But seemingly me some myth, there was some study done in the nineteen seventies with US military and they interpreted it wrong and they said like forty to forty-five percent of the heat comes from your head where where it doesn't. So you don't lose all your heat from your head. But that doesn't mean you don't wear a woolly hat. Yeah, uh, all right. Because some of us are follically challenged that so we need to wear the hat out I there. I feel
0: the cold in my head so much. I am so glad I have a job with a hat collection. I am <laughs> The quicker I can put on my helmet to go flying, the better, because it's just, oh, it's heaven. It's just so warm. I miss hair. I do miss hair. Anyone knows me, know I miss my hair, but when it comes to winter, my God, I miss it. I miss it terrible. And all these hairy folks going around, cold, isn't it? I was like, cold? (laughs) You know nothing about the (laughs) cold. Let me shave you, and then you can feel cold. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, anyway, no gripes against you guys. I was
1: born in the cold.
0: (laughs) yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's newborns coming out with more hair than me. And Sean, I'm jealous. Yeah, I, But um I, I, I yeah, it's hats, done. That's <laughs> not good. But not not a big, I know we get the big woolly, woolly, woolly hats after Martin and stuff. I love them, love them for wearing around. I'd always oh, yeah. wear my Martin hat just because I want everyone to know I ran a Martin. No, I'm only joking. They're just really comfortable <laughs> hats. Um, but the little beanies, real tin beanies, they're the best for getting going on the run. Um, they're the ones I find the best for me. Um, when we started training, when all this started for the Madrid Martin. We knew we were going to be running, speaking yeah. of climatizing, we knew we were going to be running in 24, 25 degree heat, which, haven't done here, I don't think I'll ever do the Madrid marathon. But um, <laughs> the, the hat, like when we were training, if you recall, I was wearing layers upon layers to try and elevate my heart rate to get used to the body being overheated while running and slowing it down. So, depending on if you're looking to train your heart rate and you want to sweat a lot during the winter which is hard to like when i go out now for a run i don't sweat and i find that i'm still carrying a little bit extra water weight now even though i'm still running the same miles i just haven't got the heat factor um but be careful with it because if you're if you've been used to running in zero degrees and then you load yourself up with woolly jumpers just make sure you're well hydrated and stuff but it is a good clear way you will see if you keep yourself layered up when you go for the run the heart rate will increase a hell of a lot quicker um and that makes the challenge harder for maintaining those lower heart rates, especially if you plan on going somewhere warmer to do a marathon. And um, even David Goggins, David Goggins, I think in one of his books he was training for one of the, I think it was the one through Death Valley, one of the ultras through Death Valley or hundred mile race or whatever it was, Death One Hundred or whatever I it was called. What that's called. I forget yeah. the full name of it, and sorry if I misquote it. But when he was training in the SEAL school down in San Diego, he used to run the thirteen miles from his house, but he used to do it with. Full jumper, tracksuit bottoms, the whole lot. The reason being, he wasn't training in a hot enough place for where he was going to be running. So, I was like, I could be David Goggins. Let's do it <laughs> in the Phoenix Park with four jumpers on and three hats, but um, <laughs> running around like the Mitchell man. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely, definitely, definitely a method <laughs> that can work for people. Um, but yeah, it, it is hard to get motivated, and then that uncomfortable. Mm-hmm itchy kind of feeling when you start to sweat but it's still too cold to sweat and it's just yeah it's uh it's not nice I don't (laughs) I don't miss it at all but um yeah it is it is the best little tips I've picked up from the last little while and if anyone else knows about her tips we would love to hear them we would love to hear them
1: I do find you yeah I do find you to stay dehydrated because like you say you, you feel like you don't sweat too much but you still need to get that water on board before, and sometimes even during the runs, if we're doing slightly longer runs, you're used to. To uh, go back to what you said with the layers, like not that I was doing it for time and stuff, but when I was doing the mark, building towards the Martin this year, um, I always go out. I always have an extra layer on me, like a hoodie or stuff like that, and I'm always the hat on me as well. And i struggle a little bit more for it. But I always found, even the last couple of years, I've always done it. And um, Sometimes I don't even thinking I just go out with the extra hat and, and, and hoodie just to make myself feel a bit warm before going out. And then when it comes to American Day, I'm, I'm in a t-shirt and short, and I always feel much better doing the American. I always feel like, ah, you know, just relax. The not all the extra layers are gone. I just feel like I can just keep 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 going. Um, whereas like the week before, I've been a hoodie. I, when I get the you know kilometer twenty five, twenty six, I'm struggling to do anything more. Whereas when I have just a t shirt and shorts, I'm good to go. I think this time of year as well, just to try and get yourself out there, you, you're gonna have to get a a, a more more warm up done in the house like I, like I'm always preaching you know doing my, my stuff for my lower back activating my glutes and all the rest and using the, the massage gun before obviously massage gun is not necessary but I, but I feel like it helps me even if it's placebo it works for me but even you know just getting a, a little bit more at the end of that after your your couple of squats lunges maybe getting a couple more jumping jacks so you work up a little bit more of a sweat because if you're not going out there for a PB just to put miles in the legs you can work up a little bit more sweat in the house so when you do step outside the cold doesn't hit you as hard, you know?
0: Yeah, the cold is almost like a little bit of a relief to be like, oh, thank God I'm out of it. Yeah, 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 no, I totally get that. It's actually a method I've never tried. It's interesting enough. I definitely should because that initial walk out of the house shivering and oh my God, just get me going to warm up. (laughs) It makes sense that you nearly have to step outside to cool down and then get on your way.
1: Yeah, it, to me, it's like I have a cup of coffee. If, if I know it's come up in a half an hour, I have the cup of coffee, I let that kick in, I have one less excuse, and then I get the big warm. am like, "Oh, well, I'm warmed up now. I've I've got me my arousal levels are up." It's like, right, let's go. And then I force myself out, especially in days you just don't want to go. That <laughs> yeah. happens to all of us. So it's I, I, I find I, that I, that definitely works.
0: I don't drink coffee or tea. I'm more of a hot chocolate man. But uh, or, or that's not going
1: to help you want to go out though.
0: <laughs> no no but I didn't have a hot you're not going to have a hot
1: chocolate half hour before a run
0: <laughs> I've had pints in Chinese before half marathon Sean I'm not recommending it to anyone listening I'm just saying it can be done but a coffee not at 6 fun-
1: o'clock in the morning when you ran at 9 o'clock though yeah. <laughs> you had it the night know, yeah. before I don't know It's just, just, just had a good buzz and you told too many people that night I'm doing a half marathon in the morning and you woke up in the morning and went I'm going for a run because I told too many people in a drunken state last night I was going to do a half marathon yeah
0: yeah, That's that just stubbornness. I know. I know. So, look, I still did it in a near PB time for me anyway. So,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. We anyway, throw
1: back about PV time. I know your PV time is better than my PV time. Like, I, I can't really say much else on top of that.
0: Yeah. Look, maybe you should try the Chinese and alcohol kind of approach, but um, take the worries away until about 10 kilometers in when you feel like dead. Nah, i would be healing your mouth all the way. Oh then we're actually not we're not recommending that. That is just oh. bad life choices on my behalf. And I still continue to make some of them. But it's uh oh, look, we're honest. We're honest runners. We're the True. average Joe's. We just like to get out there. And to be honest, the best way I get rid of a hangover is I go for a run. Hmm. Um it might not be pretty, but I definitely cured afterwards, maybe even get a nap in and we are squared away. But yeah, back to the cold weather. It was all the cold talking, I was thinking of cold beer. But um it's only Monday, Sean. It's only Monday. Um, yeah, no, it is. It is definitely a different one. Treadmill saved me as well. I, I don't know about, especially with lockdown and stuff and the limitations and where you can go and what you can't. For me, I'd be struggling as well without the gyms. And I know it's so difficult for everyone without gyms and training, but treadmill saved me in the winter. I just find it so hard. When you see the rain coming down, and you're like, oh, I have to go run 10 kilometers where at least doing on a treadmill. It's nice and indoors and there's no wind and yeah you're running against the wind you feel like you're going nowhere you feel slow you feel useless you know it's a mentality and that's why i keep telling people you know use wind don't worry about time when it's windy worry about effort and keep the high effort because it's actually a better training session than a still wind night you know so there's little things like that that are so different with the winter training but it's definitely been different for everyone this year with the even with the gyms treadmills all that kind of stuff being closed out and trying to motivate yourself to get out in the cold is good but hopefully some little tips might help people that we've given out hopefully
1: 100% 100% stay away from the Chinese's and, and the beers you want to do a half Martin, with the exception of that though I think there's a couple of different tips shown in there and on, on that bombshell do you have anything else to add to this week's episode of the podcast?
0: This week's episode last thing is Sean I felt old I felt old this week I never admit that I'm old but No I you don't I had a row with Facebook oh. <laughs> I what happened I bought this iPad. Yeah. And I very nearly broke it off a wall. It was the closest thing to feeling. I almost rang someone younger to say, come here, how do you do this on Facebook? I don't know what it is. We're running the advent challenge. Yep. I tried to upload all the stuff. It just won't let me. I don't know what it is. It won't let me put up the photos, the videos. It's I have to text you because now that makes me feel worse if to text you like everything that I want done with the photo, the tag, the hashtags, the whole lot. I was like, Sean, can you please post this? Because I can't figure out how to post <laughs> the Facebook event. And I'm disgusted.
1: I woke up early on day one to post up the video. And at seven o'clock, yeah, it posted, went to the full bar and then said finishing. All of a sudden just came up and then all of a sudden, blank, nothing. And I was like, did that post come up? And then I woke up, Nave, Nave. Check your phone. Uh, check your phone. Uh, <laughs> why are we looking at and that? Then, and then it's like, it didn't post. It like, uh, so she didn't figure it. Nothing post. She went back to sleep and then uh she, she didn't even remember the conversation. And then I, I posted another three times went through this process, knocked off the Wi-Fi, went through the 4G to try to do it. It wouldn't work. And then she goes, I got a notification off you 12 minutes ago that uh, the video got posted. Some video or something on event. Is that what you're doing? I'm like, you could have told me that 12 minutes ago when I refresh the <laughs> page. <laughs> and eventually it popped up. But I already put up another post saying, here's the tag to it on YouTube. So I put YouTube up on it. Uh, here's a tag to YouTube. And next day, the video wouldn't work. Tried everything the video wouldn't work. But when I put a screenshot or a link, the link would work on an events page on Facebook. I don't know why videos are not working on it. You sent yeah. me a four second video. Yeah.
0: For, for put a, nice a little picture little with the, the little lights and stuff. Yeah, a
1: little dude. I'm going to love this. I had to screenshot it and then pull up your text, and then the thing eventually came up. So, we have oh, well, had morning, technical man. issues with that.
0: I don't want to admit how long it took me to put the dingle, dingle, dringle, jingles in and turn it into a <laughs> Equally, equally felt old. But uh, yeah, absolutely disgusted. I'm over here
1: flying multi million euro
0: aircraft <laughs> <laughs> post on Facebook. I feel absolutely useless. So, yeah.
1: We've, we've hit that stage. Just we've can't catch up. We're but
0: anyway, post. To anyone has been following, we apologize for any little delays in some of the, the events. Mm-hmm. What we might do is I might actually post what's coming up for the next week so people can stay ahead of what's to come and then we'll just remind people every day is probably what we're going to do. Um, just so everyone can stay in touch. Some people have been doing it. It's been great. Try and post on our public page. If you are listening, him, post on the public page. A lot of people messaged me privately saying, I want got out of my run today and I tagged a few people who all got out. But we want other people want to see other people doing it. No one wants to feel like they're doing it alone. So make sure you put it up there for everyone to see. It's a fantastic thing. And make sure to include anyone you can, family, friends. Uh, just get out there. Be active. It's an important time. I know everyone went active straight to the bars as soon as, I, as, soon as lockdown finished. My Instagram was which I can just about operate was there uh, <laughs> with people getting drunk in hotels and they uh, having beers and I hope you're having a great time. But if you're feeling like a bit of exercise as well, make sure to drag everyone out keep an eye on the Advent challenge.
1: And, and some days are easier than others. Sometimes we, got, you know, we, we pull back with a bit of light, light run, walk or a bit of meditation as some are harder than the others. And just, just, just on that one, I got, I got a message. You could probably guess who sent this one to me. He says, uh, Doghead finished day one and two. Effed. You could have made day two and uh, day two, day one and eased it in on us. And I was like, "Cheers, Dad." <laughs> 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 <The process laughs> I wonder who that was. My and dad me sent name. me that to have a day two. He was like, he's like, cause I was like, I oh, just ten reps this to be grand, and he's like flying along doing the exercise. He's like, you could have just eased in on us, but no, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, get in, get done.
0: <laughs> Not gonna lie, I did them as well here, and I, I nearly died. I asked, did died. you? I uh, yeah, because I'm doing all like I'm doing my little bits here, my push ups and sit ups and all that. But I never did just a circuit, like a proper circuit. <laughs> I haven't done it. I did it in the summer when I couldn't run as much, it was too hot. But yeah, I was actually in bits after I was like the <laughs> next day, I was like feeling feeling my arse. I was like, ooh. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, in fairness, because like the boot camps and stuff like that, like that, that kind of circuit, the different warmth and stuff, I would be used to doing those kind of exercises, even doing the, the last couple of weeks on the um, the, the, the follow along workouts and stuff we've been posting up on the, on the page. It's been that kind of thing. So that to me yeah. is, is that kind of fitness. I am I, I don't want to say quite good at, because even if you watch those videos, I've kind of blown up in one or two of them. I admit, I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> I don't feel <laughs> too great doing this, but like, yeah, I'd be, I'd be somewhat okay. But it's a matter of different fitness levels. Like you, you'd be much yeah. better than me in the endurance and the PBs. And i would be okay at that. And then when it comes to like very fast, intense stuff, I'm screwed. Yeah. I hop on an assault yeah. bike and go all out for 10 seconds. I'm blown up. Yeah. Uh, every good 50, 60 seconds to cover. After four or five rounds, I'm, I'm damn near puking up all over the gym. It's just that level of intensity when you give absolutely 100% all out sprint, I, I, I'm i trouble with. But we try and have a balance in the Advent Challenge. No assault absolutely. bike. Absolutely. No assault bike.
0: No really, really fast. Although intervals. Intervals are going well for me now, actually. Good. We're on, uh, yeah, we're. Uh, I'm up to now. I'm going to 11 by 400 now this week. Um, but the rest period's coming down, so fifty seconds will be my fifty seconds will be my rest this week. It was a minute last week I uh, had a bit of a wind, so I kind of just let the timings go, but tried to stick around one twenty five for the for the four hundred meters each time so and I'm finding at the start it was really difficult to maintain that true, but now the pace is always the same so but I'm not going to change the pace. I'm going to get to 12 and then I'm going to reduce the rest period down to maybe 30 seconds for each one. And then uh, we'll see how we go. We might be close to a 5K PB. We'll see. We'll see. Breaking 20 nearly killed me the last time. So we'll see. We'll see.
1: believe! I was hitting 125, 130 over summer, but it was a two minute and sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I was like, Oh, I think it was two, it's two minutes couple of thirty seconds where I knew full well it was two and a half minutes. Because like well, I was one thirty <laughs> and then like three thirty to go again, and then like I go to five and I was like, Oh, two minute break I get to seven. I was like, No, no, I I think it really is seven thirty, and I needed yeah. that extra thirty seconds to go again on it. A... Yeah,
0: unfortunately, like when you get to It's So the fair minutes, play for a minute, I'd be i be a, yeah, a, very, very very easy math when you when you hit the button and you see what time like the elapsed time that you hit the button at. It's like oh, just add a yeah. minute to that. My god, it comes up quick. But it's going well. It is going well, and uh, it is a great form of training. It's great because I have the track here as well. I have access to a track. No one near me. I get left alone. And although they all think I'm nuts over here, they're they're big into their disco muscles and they're working out. You don't yeah. see too many people out running. You definitely don't see too many doing intervals. A few <laughs> of them come out. A few of them come out after lifting about 400 kilos on the bars. Big muscle dudes. And then uh, they'll bluff a lap or two and then they go home. And you just see me <laughs> just doing these laps. Like one guy had to stop me afterwards. I was like, how many did you do? He was absolutely <laughs> amazed. It was, I felt like a freak for the first time in my life. It was great. Uh, you walked but,
1: in, you uh, the same <laughs> lifting on the bar.
0: <laughs> yeah, then I walked in two kilos. Two kilo dumbbells. Oof,
1: yeah. Macho, macho man. Macho man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it there. You want to be out, outro?
0: no no
1: I, I've already embarrassed myself enough today with the macho man I'll leave it to you you have to embarrass yourself a bit more right from, from Sean and and the macho man pretty far from Randy Savage that's it from <laughs> us today hope you got a little bit out of that this week's episode of podcast we came to clove running I know we went a little bit around after that but your look your listen you may have got something out of it that's it from the two of us uh, thank you again for downloading this episode of podcast and once again if you are doing the Advent Challenge let us know how you're getting on uh, each day during the workout tag us on Instagram whatever uh, we might see it. we're a bit not too great with technology but we'll do our best to try and see and get back to you guys on that one and that's it for the two of us take care bye